Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. This is our third podcast and final one on the topic of giant killers. We started off in Numbers 13, where Moses sends 12 men, one from each of the Israeli tribes, into the Promised Land in order to bring back reports about the people, the crops, and the cities. Now, you might remember that God had already promised to give them the land. And so I don't think that this was... Uh, uh, an excursion to see if they could take the land. But I think this was an excursion to bring back such a glowing report about the land that it would energize the people of God to continue moving forward. But that's not what happened. Oh, the crops were great. They brought back samples. The land was great. It truly was a land flowing with milk and honey. But the cities were fortified, and someone saw giants, and everything changed. They came back feeling like grasshoppers. Well, 10 of the 12 came back feeling like grasshoppers. Joshua and Caleb were ready to go. They said, we can do this. God said so. Let's let's go and take the land. It's ours. We also discussed David and his encounter with Goliath. Goliath was not the first giant that David faced. God had prepared David for this time by bringing a couple of other giants. One was a bear and one was a lion. You say, well, they weren't giants. Well, have you ever faced a bear who was hungry or a lion that wanted lamb for dinner? I'm going to say they were a bit of a giant, but God brought them so that David could learn to trust him, that David could have confidence in facing challenges. When David faced Goliath, he did so with the confidence that God would help him. Later, we read about some of David's mighty men and how they faced giants. They defeated uh, the, the giants, and they brought about great victory for God's people. Now, here's the truth. We're all going to have to face giants in our lives. Some of those giants are large and intimidating. Some of them can cause us to doubt whether we can go on. They make us feel like grasshoppers. But the same God who was with David is with us. The same God who said to Moses and the children of Israel that that he would go before them and even send an angel in and that he would give them the land and he would help them do whatever it was they needed to do. He's the same God who is with you and me today. Hasn't changed. The giants maybe have, but God hasn't. There's a little saying that makes the rounds of social media from time to time about how when we face uh, the giants, we need to focus on how big our God is rather than on how big the giant is. Now, we also talked about hanging around others who have defeated their giants. The mighty men of David were a part of his army. They were loyal to David. They disciplined themselves so that they were ready for battle whenever the time came. They didn't have to go into training because they never stopped training. 
There are a couple of other things about being a giant killer that we need to be aware of. When David was preparing to face Goliath, King Saul called him in and forced him to try on his suit of armor. Now we know Saul was a head taller than most of the Israelis and that David may have been a little bit shorter shorter than most of the Israelis. So Saul's armor would, uh, wouldn't have fit. I would imagine that watching David try on this armor was almost humorous. It's a sure thing it didn't fit and if David had tried to wear it and gone into battle, Goliath certainly would have fed David to the dogs. So don't try to be like somebody else. Yeah, I know I mentioned finding a mentor or a coach to help you, and that's important. I still think so. But if they're truly going to help you, they won't try to make you do everything the way they do. We're not into cloning. We're into mentoring and coaching. A true mentor and a true coach will help you find your strength will help you develop your abilities and help you be what God has created you to be, not what they have been. Be faithful to the things of God in every part of your life, big or small. Be faithful. Don't try to wear somebody else's armor. You won't survive. None of David's mighty men had walked the same path as David. None of them used a sling when they fought their giants. They had their own unique abilities with their own weapons. They had been trained differently than David had been trained, but they all stayed true, David included, to who God created them to be. One more thing about being a giant killer is that it takes determination. We have to be committed to the task. After David had discarded Saul's armor, he picked up his sling, his weapon of choice, and he found five smooth stones. Now I get the sling, it probably was a shepherd's weapon, but why five stones? Truthfully, nobody knows the answer to that question. It's all speculation, but it's an interesting speculation. Perhaps David knew of the four giants referred to in 2 Samuel 22, and he was prepared in case he had to face them. Remember the guy with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, the math major? And Goliath even had a a brother, we're told. Maybe those extra smooth stones were for them. Or maybe, just maybe, remember we don't know, just maybe David bent down and he picked up a stone and put it in his pouch and said, you know, I'm going to get you with this one, Goliath. But... If something happens and I don't get you with this stone, I'm going to get you with the second one. And if I miss with the second one, I'm going to get you with the third one. I'm going to get you. I wonder if that's what happened. I don't know. Determination goes a long way for us when we face our giants. David faced many giants in his life. You will too. Some of them were four-footed, like a bear and a lion. Some had two feet, like Goliath. Some of the giants that David faced, and I would probably speculate to say that some of the most difficult giants David had to face were the giants of his own self. He had to learn to deal with his own failures. 
He had to learn to repent. And he had to learn how to find strength in the Lord on those tough days. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, we read about the time that the Amalekites attacked David's city. The Philistines, it's an interesting story and it's a long story. The Philistines had given David and his men, he had 400 men and all of their families. The Philistines gave David and his men a city called Ziklag. And so the Amalekites come along because the Amalekites sent out raiding parties. David and his men would go and raid other cities. Well, the Amalekites came and raided David's city. They ransacked the city. They burned it down. They kidnapped his, with all the wives and all the children and, 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 and it just made a mess out of things. David and his men got back to the city to discover what had happened. And I, I don't know why. There's a lot of things in this life that I don't understand. But if we read in the scriptures, it says that the 400 men not only were wailing and crying until they had no energy left, but when they got to that point, they decided that for some reason that it was David's fault that all of this had happened. And so they, they put together a plan that they were going to kill David. They were going to stone him. And in verse 6 of 1 Samuel 30, we read that, that David is distressed. I think that's an understatement. He's distressed due to all of this. But we're told also that David found strength in the Lord his God. I remember one time I, I decided to try and figure out what it was that David did to find strength in the Lord. After a couple of hours of researching the original languages and reading several commentaries and going back to some of the ancient scholars, I, I got to admit, I still didn't know what he did. I still to this day don't know what he did. I just know that David found a way, somehow in some way, to find strength in the Lord. I don't know, maybe he prayed, maybe he played a harp and sang to the Lord, maybe he went out and watched sheep, uh, I, I, I don't know, but we have to, each one of us has to discover what works for us in tough times and then remember to do what helps us find strength in the Lord when we face our giants, an important lesson for us. Well, that's it for our time today. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. And if you haven't done so, please hit the subscribe button on the platform you're listening on. And if you feel comfortable in doing so, please tell someone about us and invite them to listen as well. Thanks again for listening and God bless you.